1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're
2: going to talk to Topher here in a minute. Topher Grace, we had him on uh, last year talking about the same show. It's, it's home economics. It's it's a good idea. It, it's You think about it. Not all families, not everybody goes the same path, right? Of course. So, so. siblings always end up somewhat different for the most part than than others, like.
3: This is a story of the Hayworth family. Three siblings who loved each other, but money sometimes got in the way. Sarah was the one with the least money. She lived in a tiny apartment with her wife, Denise, and their two kids. They were always on top of each other. Your place is
0: so snug. Warm. Intimate.
3: A few minutes away, but many zeros of net worth apart, was Sarah's younger brother, Connor. Connor had just moved to the Bay Area with his wife and daughter. He bought his new house from Matt Damon.
0: What's that smell? Matt Damon used to use
2: this room to dry meat.
0: Okay, next time to say sweat.
3: In between, Connor and Sarah was the oldest sibling, Tom. His latest novel had sold about five copies. He now faced the humiliation of having to ask his rich little brother for money. Well, don't think of him as your baby brother. Think of him as a cartoon duck swimming in a pool of gold coins. There's something I wanted to talk to you about. I could use a loan.
1: I got fired last week.
3: They fired you from the like in Child Guidance research? Counseling? I'm a
1: therapist for low-income, at-risk kids. That's what that I exactly just what said.
0: exactly what you do. What did you do? She was cheating on me. My super-hot Pilates teacher, like, totally wanted it, too. And I didn't even do anything.
3: Why didn't you tell us?
0: About the Pilates teacher? You guys know Danica? No,
3: not the... How- She's great, huh? This is a story of the Hayworth family. Three siblings who figured out that while money can divide us, it's family that unites us.
2: I feel like he said that convincingly.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I do love this guy. He's uh, he's got a lot of interesting things about Tover because uh you, you you know him most like him 70 Chef. Yeah. you know. Uh but he also did he was he was uh Venom right in Spider yeah, Man. In Spider Man three yeah absolutely and David he was fantastic as David Duke in Black Clansman as well.
3: God give us true white men. The invisible empire demands strong minds, great hearts, true faith, clean and ready hands, men who have honor, men who will not lie, men who can stand before a demagogue and damn his treacherous flatteries without blinking. God, give us real men, courageous men who flinch not at duty, men of dependable character, men of sterling worth, then wrongs will be redressed and right shall rule
2: the earth. God give us true white men. That's a gnarly deal for Topher to do because you think about what you know him as. Uh, he was, he was uh, Venom mm-hmm. in the Spider-Man movie.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, he was the 70s show, super lovable, wonderful, like you know. Good dude and win a date with Hannah Hamilton. Yeah, uh, and Black Klansman, great movie. Mm. Like I've seen that movie whew, five times. Uh, Cause it, you know, it's it's a true story. Yeah, it's real, and it's an incredible story. But David Duke was the first, like it was like Hitler, and then I remember being a kid and learning about this guy, David Duke, and be like, what? And like suddenly, it's like the first time you ever paid attention to the news. Yeah, in real time, and, and you're like, what? Hold on, what's this guy do? What's his thing? Yeah, and and I just remember thinking, Jesus Christ! Like when you're a kid, you're just not, you just don't, I just didn't have any, you know, hate that came later as an adult, and. Sure. But I just didn't know certain. You just didn't even understand the way the world was, you know, in, in, in modern times. You, that was just something from the old days. Yeah. And, uh, and so David Duke became this big, kind of a big monster in my head. Like, I was like, this, this guy lives. This is a real person. Like, he's, yeah, Who is this guy? Yeah. So for him to take the role as David Duke is-, is, is And be the face in that movie. And that's, that's I got to tell you why he was so perfect for it in my head. Because- he is such a nice-looking human being from the outside. He's, you know, in my head, David Duke looked like a, a pig monster man. You know what I mean? Yes, like, and some backwoods hillbilly yeah, or something. Yeah, not enough. not not, not mm-hmm. a not a nice-looking, well-groomed, decent-looking human being who would just you wouldn't have any problem if you saw the guy in, the, in your yard, right? Yeah, this guy walks among us. So he's he's done some amazing stuff from from seventies uh, to the Black Klansman, uh, and this home economics is is. Really good, man. Third season. Born July 12th in New York City and raised in Darien, Connecticut, he made
0: a name for himself as the star of the long-running Fox series, that 70s show, going on to such films as Traffic, Spider-Man 3, Black Plansman and many more. And now you can see him every Wednesday night on the ABC series, Home Economics. Please welcome Topher Grace.
2: Hey, Topher, how are you? How you been? I want that intro playing when
0: I wake up in the morning. That's great. (laughs)
2: Right? Hey, man, we were just, I don't know if you're, uh, if you could feel the tug on the testes, but we were swinging from them pretty hard a moment ago.
0: (laughs) I I enjoyed it. Thank you. You got no need to stop now. (laughs) Yeah. We were just talking about why you
2: were so good in Black Klansman, which I loved the movie, was, it's because when I was a kid, it was the first time I ever paid attention to the news and knew there was, like, weird, bad people like that. And so the name David Duke always stayed with me. And when you started to play, I was like, why is Tover playing it? And then I realized because it's the perfect thing. He, he, because when you look at a guy in my head, David Duke, when I was a kid you didn't see a picture, he was like this monster hillbilly pig monster. He wasn't a good looking nice, wholesome looking guy who could who could you know dr- get the message like that.
0: Well yeah, that's what was uh, so interesting about playing that role is that you have to, both show that he's a bad person and show that he's a very seductive. um, you know, he's good at his job, essentially. Uh, That's not a good thing, but, uh, it was a lot of conversations between me and Spike and, um, you know, about how, how to show that a guy is seductive and good at what he does, but ultimately that that thing isn't good. And, uh, it was, and also that he's—he's—he uh, put a different face on it. You know, it was seen as more of a hillbilly thing. Sure, that's kind of more what the first half of that movie is about, and then he kind of rebranded it into something that was more palatable, which is—which is
2: kind of truly evil. It's Absolutely, truly, truly evil. Because that's—you know—it's it's, it, monsters that look like monsters are easily identified, right? You, yeah, uh, uh,
0: yeah, it was. Look, it was—it's so funny because people will ask me like, "What's your favorite role?" And sometimes I'm like, oh, man, I don't want to say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was, It's such a great, juicy role. The, the research to do it was horrible. Of but course. doing it, you know, because Spike runs such a fun set and it, it was it was such a blast doing it. And then you'd feel terrible at the end of the day. But then, you, you know, I saw the film and I felt great, but then I yeah. felt terrible. It was, I was, like, all over the place.
2: <laughs> <laughs> ah, you shouldn't, because I think you showed the real danger of people like that. And that's, that's why I bring it up. I, of course, I loved you on 70s and, and, and everything you've done. Home Economics now, running into the third season. Fantastic. Well, Congratulations. thank you, man. We have a
0: big, supersized Thanksgiving episode this Wednesday, which is basically uh, a couple episodes ago. You know, there's a show that's about adult siblings and that relationship. We, we always knew that our dad had an affair. There's something we've talked about on the show. But we find out that he had a child that he didn't even know about from that affair. Yes. So there's a new sibling. And it's really changed the show for us in, like, a really amazing... Like, it's made it so much funnier. And this episode of Thanksgiving is the first time this sibling comes to Thanksgiving with the family. And everyone... It, it made everything more hilarious. Like, she changes every dynamic in the show. And it's played by Casey Wilson, who's an amazing yeah. Uh, yeah. actress herself, yeah.
2: And Thanksgiving is such a minefield of of tradition and the thing it's supposed to be, but the thing it really is, my uh, mom was, uh-huh. was well-known for inviting people over that she would never have in the house the rest of the year. But they had to be there on Thanksgiving, and you're uh-huh.
0: like... That's basically what's going on anyway. Like, we had a Thanksgiving episode last year about the family that was crazy. But yeah. to enter in a new family member is like... It's like comedy gasoline. It's sure. just like... And to have a great comedian like Casey there, it's like I I was sitting on set going, I think this is one of my favorite things I've ever done. It was just so much fun
2: good on you, man. You know what? I mean, because I can always tell. I've done it long enough to know if a guy is doing press, if he really is having fun, and he really enjoys the writing and what he's doing, and if they don't, you know, they're being polite. And you can tell you really enjoy Oh, yeah, I won't even do the
0: press if I don't, uh, don't
2: want to do it. <laughs> yeah, no, you should and That's right. And nobody should be made to, man. If you're not in love with it, then, you know, because it doesn't do anybody any good. But you clearly really are having a great time with this, and I love that. That's what makes well, it fun yeah, to watch. Well,
0: like, yeah. Look, already, the cast is just like a dream team. I, I feel really lucky. I've been on a dream team before and you go what are the odds this can happen a second time yeah and i i'm a producer on it so i got to be a part of choosing the cast which is my favorite part of it and now i just get to sit back and hang out with these people every day you go you know you got to be careful because you wind up spending years of your life with these people and i just love them all the fun like the reason the show is fun is because we're having so much fun so much fun doing it!
2: Oh, and it always shows with everything. When a band is dysfunctional, sometimes it'll fuel it, but uh, most of the times it just shows that they don't like each other on stage. If, uh,
0: no, no, I can tell from the vibe you guys have in the studio there. There's some real problems and some real personality <laughs> issues. Uh, Damn it. I'm sorry, it's going so bad. Yeah. <laughs>
2: No it's but it is true. you know what this show's been going on a long time and you know there have been moments in it that honestly like that when somebody was sour and it just wasn't fitting well with them that it affects everything. It just takes one one thing and, and everybody kind of feels down and it's what's even worse is if you get used to it, you don't know how bad it was until they're gone.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that's true about every relationship, sure. but you know with show business, it's kind of weird because you're kind of playing family or pretending to be family. And you go, look, if you're a good enough actor, you should be able to do that with someone that you don't feel that way about. But if you're on a show that goes, I mean, I learned this on Seventy Show. If you're on a show that goes for years and years, there really is no one who's a good enough actor. Right. You know, I really love those guys on Seventy Show. Like, it was, you know, we felt that way about each other. And then, you know, it's kind of, you don't have to act as much because you're kind of, you're just being how you are in front of the camera. And the same is true here. We really have a real family Vibe and that just really we, we actually fight less than the characters do. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: dude, I'll tell you like back to the 70s is uh with Tommy, you know, Tommy from the day I got this job 30 years ago was so kind and such a sweet man and so interesting. Tommy is the
0: best, and he, by the way, I sadly I'm not with him in his episode, but he and I both did episodes of they're doing a that 90s show that's on they're going to yep. be on Netflix, yeah, yep. and um, and by the way, she. she he plays my father-in-law on Home Economics. So he, he plays my wife's dad. That's right. That's right. And uh, I've never acted with them together, but I've acted with both of them. And that's been great on Home ec. Dude,
2: Everybody, you guys, you can watch it. They're giving me the rap, Topher. But it's Wednesdays, 8.30, ABC. Season 3 is in now. And, uh, man, I hope you have a great Thanksgiving. you going back to New York City. You're going to be in L.A.
0: We're going to do a little East Coast, a little West Coast. Like you said, Thanksgiving, you got to see the whole family everywhere they are.
2: Yep. Yeah, all right. Well, listen, have a great time uh, and enjoy, man. And I'm, I'm glad to hear you're enjoying doing the home economics, man. Good, good on you. It's great talking to you guys again. Thank you for having me. See you, man. Thanks. Dude, it's true. Like it, it really is. Like, when someone gets unhappy, like, it just, you know, Ow. like, and it's not always their fault. Like, like Double J got unhappy on this show. Like, but she was just going through a lot at her house, and she wasn't. This wasn't the show for her, and it just, it just wasn't how, you know. Not everybody wants to work that hard, and nobody want. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. not everybody's comfortable being honest. Because, like, yeah. Kyle, he's figured out. Like, dude, the truth always comes out. It like, there's, you out. can't exist on this show unless you're willing to be genuine. Like, you yeah. just can't. It just because the monster has to eat. Right. You know. It, well, I, and somebody's gonna sniff you out anyway. I don't possess the talent no. to make up a story. I mean, I mean, I don't <laughs> you know, either. I don't like. No kidding. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God, save. Uh, it's not like you're not creative. I'm just saying, no, you're, no, you're not by nature a liar. Look, no. we had another guy called the uh, new kid who was born to lie. So that was his forte. Lying was the oh. best. I mean, that was his secret superpower I talent. I, I can't. I don't yeah. know how other
1: people do that. I like, have a terrible poker face
2: no don't short yourself you have a terrible face no no he's you're, No, you're not. you're good you're a sweet he's actually a good dude. For the mood. i know i'm like what are you doing in this business kid <laughs> part of me's is like we well, maybe we should have leaf adopt him i can, like, he's kind of we can that way. we can cover you in here but we can't cover him after this is over like no. i can't i can't what am i supposed to do walk back no. in here and and what am i gonna do yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he'll be like uh, John, can you come back? yeah uh, I, I need you to talk to this, this general manager for me Yeah trust me when uh, hold on. <laughs> just because I'm well known for my negotiating skills my, my ways to, to bridge the gap between management Jesus. and talent they call us talent I don't, it's not my term for us but uh, and I'm known for, for really being a, a healer. A bridge, a bridge maker, you better answer the phone, Bob. Swear to God. Hello, hello. I'm known known in management circles as a healer and a bridge maker, a man who who finds a way to get both sides and make them happy. Am I not? (laughs) (laughs) Would you say, would you say, I'm the first person that's worked for you? to call your boss a dog effort to his face.
0: Yes. That was a first. That was a first. Uh, I'm just sitting there in the chair. I'm like... What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> like, and naturally, I'm, you know, I'm very self-centered, so I'm just thinking to myself, why are you making? I know you have a point you're trying to make, but all I can think is you're going to make my life completely miserable. So,
2: <laughs> yep. For the record, I thought I made my point beautifully. <laughs>
0: You did make your point beautifully. That was the problem. <laughs> what you saw as success, I saw as, oh my God, it's going to take me 90 days to dig out of this. So
2: yeah. it's, uh, but Kyle is, uh, he may, he, we may have to find something that we can connect to him. Like if, if we were all to leave and Kyle was to stay, yeah. what I'm saying in this business, somebody's got to take, uh, take we got to take turns getting him out of trouble or whatever. Yeah.
0: Kyle, I'm here for you.
2: Oh, <laughs> Every program director says that. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's it's much like a, the, the guy on prom night, like, I'll love you forever. Yeah. I'm oh. here for
0: you. And you know what? We all mean it until your ratings drop, and then I don't know you. Yeah. So.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I assure you, this is real. Man.
0: Yeah, no, that's, that's no BS. Yeah, so, yeah.
2: All right. Listen, uh, thank you for, for clarifying my important role as a uh, peacemaker inside this building.
0: Many people refer to you as the healer, so you are a healer, so
1: yes. (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.